0: going on everybody it's me it's me it's the P R I M E coming back at you guys with another episode of the prime nostalgia podcast and here i am with michael larkin how are you doing today
1: dude i'm good happy to be back on the show with you last time we had a fun discussion about the 90s i'm just i always love talking and interacting with you so it's a pleasure to be back on with you
0: oh that is so great but today i thought why not be that day where we just cover smart house a movie that i just love so much
1: yeah man yeah, no, man, I was just going to say, it's one of those movies where as a seven-year-old, I mean, this is early Ryan Merriman for me because two years later he would do The Luck of the Irish, um, it's just one of those things that really stuck out. It's one of those movies and one of the infamous scenes being uh, the dance scene, which we'll cover and we'll talk about the movie, but I'm excited for this.
0: Yeah, uh, Ryan Merriman, it's like is for a while he was like the it kid of DCOMs for like, what, a year and a half, two years almost, maybe? Yeah
1: he went from smart house to the luck of the irish and then i remember like 03 or 04 he was in a a ring of endless light with misha barton
0: <laughs> he was busy in in that time but um i'm going to just i'm going to just get right on into it so we can just talk about the movie smart house was released june 26 1999 was a dcom y'all don't know dcom is a disney channel original movie cuz they were kind of making their own stuff back then yes, they sir. still do now I think they have over 100 now but back then it wasn't as much um anyways this is directed by lavar burton and uh stars Ryan Merriman, like we said and katie Sagal. I'm, I'm assuming that's assume Katie Katie um katie okay thank you thank you thank you thank you uh did you know that in 2015 entertainment weekly ranked this like this movie as number one of the top 30 dcoms that's wow. actually a good list
1: it is. I actually remember when that article came out because my friend Amanda, who's also a big Disney buff like me, said it to me. And I'm like, damn. I mean, it's right because of just how high that movie has exceeded. Now we're going on 20 years later, you know?
0: Yeah, man. And everybody still watches it. And I haven't rewatched it, you know, just to just, just to get my thoughts in. I was like, oh, it is the same as I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all the information I want to talk about because we're gonna. I want to start talking about this movie.
1: Uh, one thing I will say, I don't mean to cut you off, but yo Lavar Burton, the director I mean he goes yep. from reading Rainbow and Roots to directing smart
0: house that's a that's a transition, but he he did it though he did I know he went to um uh, not him the writer went to like NASA or something just to just to see if they'll be realistic. Yeah. I believe that it said like he it wanted he wanted it to be realistic to you know maybe something that happened in the future like is this too much nonsense going on basically in his movie this movie basically starts off with ben who is uh lost his mother and he kind of takes care takes care of the family um i gotta say i mean he got his family a house though i mean is that (laughs) like how can you justify that
1: I mean, he feels like since his mother's passed away, like he has to take care of everybody. You know, his father's a single father and he has to fill the role of like kind of like the mother slash father in a way, another kind of figure. And then the way to solve this problem is let's get this smart house with this technology that can just help us do everything and anything. And he's entering all these contests. I mean, he's trying to help out his family, but it's like, damn, to the extent of getting them a house. Wow. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, he actually got them a house, and the dad is, like, kind of skeptic at first, which, I mean, if your kid told you, when he came up to you and said, hey, dad, I got us a house, I would be like, yeah, what? okay.
1: Yeah, okay, you playing.
0: But, uh, no, he really gets them, gets them a house. He kind of looks after his sister as, like, a, a really big brother. He cooks for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really takes care of the house, but you could tell he's, like, hiding something, you know, trying to get his mind off of something, maybe. That's the thing, Actually, I
1: think for me, um, it's like, I don't mean to cut you off again, but manners, dude, that's just manners right there. I mean, as we are instilled as young ones into our adulthood, but still, like, yeah, you can tell he's hiding something, like he's still upset, and there's something that's bothering him, and we see that throughout the course of the movie.
0: Because apparently he's too busy to play basketball, which I <laughs> love that line.
1: <laughs> that's the thing, man, all I used to do as a kid was play basketball, shoot some hoops, go to the park, too busy to play basketball, it still cracks me up to this day.
0: But, uh... Let's just let's just get down into it. What are some of your favorite parts?
1: Okay, so some of my favorite parts is probably well when he realizes he won and then he and he like freezes up cuz here comes Gwen Petroni trying to, you know, just talking to him Which and just, it's
0: like I mean, honestly, I would I would I would not talk to her to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. So to be, to be completely honest, She ain't never talked to him before, and now all of a sudden he got this big house, this famous house, and now all of a sudden she wants to talk to him.
1: All right, well, yeah, I see your point, but still, the most popular girl in school, and then all of a sudden, all right, we'll get to her later on because there's something I want to. okay,
0: okay, okay. But yeah,
1: that part, and I mean, I think probably just the fact that he keeps entering and entering, then he falls asleep, and then he wins, and I think what cracks me up just is also the girl friggin' Excuse me, Sarah Barnes is just, you know, with the rat that also cracks with the rat butler, because I'll be honest, after a while and still 20 years after, I did not know what a rat butler was. And then I looked it up. It's a gone with the wind reference, for God's sake. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, there's it, there's moments like that, but I have to say probably the Gwen Petroni part and also just um, probably the sister dancing to say la vie in her bedroom. <laughs> Because it takes me back to Europop 98, 99, and obviously the concert scene where, where the party starts and the house is jumping. Yeah, those are some of my favorites that really lead into where we are with the smart house.
0: I have a lot of favorite scenes too, but for one, I just I just noticed this when I was watching this movie. Uh, by the way, people, I, I did a reaction to this whole movie. It's on YouTube, so if you want to go check that out, you can. But anyways, I uh, when I was watching, I noticed that they all sleep uh, not facing like the wall or the TV or whatever. Is that weird, or does people usually do that?
1: No, I think people usually do that. I'll be honest with you. When I go to sleep, I don't face the wall. I kind of face where my room is. I face towards the window. So I, I, it's it's it depends on your sleep preference. Do you prefer sleeping by the wall or whatever? You, but yeah, no, I think that's normal.
0: Yeah, because like li- literally, their whole wall is a TV, and then they don't watch it. to go to sleep. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was weird. Uh. The, the the type of virtual things that they have in this house is literally like i would be really like if they do this movie now because they really have more technology to use to do it that would make sense you know
1: oh yeah i mean with the oranges malfunctioning and just yeah. <laughs> trying to make smoothies and stuff there could be much more added now in 2020
0: uh i think me personally my some of my favorite scenes are like not even like scenes for kids they're kind of like emotional scenes like um Uh, the part where the dad and uh, Ben is talking about losing the mom, he was Uh, like, uh.
1: you're not the only one that lost somebody too, Ben and that's the thing it's those moments that it's just like oh you feel for that because i'll be honest with you as someone who has lost their grandfather their grandmother their grandparents i can relate and I, all of your listeners can i know you can relate as well it's just those moments that really get to you and i also have to go back to the part where he's watching the home movies and she's singing hush little baby don't say where mom's gonna buy You a and bird it's those moments that really get to you
0: yeah especially like oh come on that that whole thing um I just, I just, I mean, how would you feel if you just, you know, you're just one day you're bored and then your house says, hey, I invited people to your house. we having a party. And you don't <laughs> know nothing about it. Well, he's
1: tinkering with trying to, you know, like try to make her fun and try to like adapt to, you know, what kids like and stuff and try to be motherly but when she goes and just invites everybody in the school and you're just playing games and miniature golf and trying to have fun while your dad goes out with the girl who gave you the house and then all of a sudden the kids start showing up it's like what i pretty much would be like like what what's going on here then you realize it and you know after you analyze dissect and decipher it's like oh this is pretty cool we're about to have some fun to have a party i think for like a brief millisecond you'll figure like whoa what's going on here then it all penetrates and it correlates
0: yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I think it's Ben's fault that she, like... It's yeah, it's his, his fault. It's his fault, but, like, at, when he first did it, whatever, he he uh made her watch some shows and stuff, she was doing okay. She was more motherly. And I forgot what he did. What did he do? He did something to the settings again, or something.
1: Oh, so he made the settings where they had, um, this is how these mothers behave, and it's like all fifty sitcoms with the mom. Yeah. And he made her yeah. all otherly, and also then she tapped into the music videos. Oh, party. And then that led to the party, obviously, with the slam dunk, the funk. And I just got to mention this to you. What's interesting about that time period is, like, this is, like, the height of the Disney concerts. And, again, the Europop scene. So slam dunk, the funk, and songs like When the Lights Go Out were big. And watching them do that dance sequence why, it may be cheesy as hell, but it still cracks me up every single time.
0: You could tell they, in the movie, you could tell they thought this was so cool yes <laughs> yes well
1: again as a seven-year-old i'm not gonna lie i was i was throwing in some moves myself but then as you grow older it's like man that was cheesy as hell
0: see no, no this will maybe even start the, the smart house conversation is like randomly just randomly um it might have been from your um from your end like it, it just popped up you know five not, was it five right yes okay yeah Five just popped up and it looked obviously. I, I it looked familiar to the Smart House. So I was like, I clicked on it. I watched the whole thing. I was like, they really thought it was cool. So then I went to go watch Smart House, and it just brought back a whole lot of memories. So
1: It does, and that's the thing, man. It's memories, and like I said, when we were talking about cheesy as hell and how we grow and we kind of look back on our things. I mean, it's still great. Again, mind you, being cheesy, but I think a lot of kids nowadays, man, that are growing two thousand, they don't understand like the Disney and concerts, and I mean. Have, it's isn't it funny, like after years and years after it ends, that people are still petitioning for to have some old reruns of Disney Channel and concert on the Disney Channel?
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people been doing been at been talking about Disney Channel and concert. And a lot of people have been talking to me about um the Mickey Mouse Club, which yes. you know, yeah. So I don't know if they'll bring shows like that back, but it would be cool to see reruns.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, as a kid, I remember growing up on Disney, like, I remember, like, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, like, 12, like, midnight, right? They would have the Mickey Mouse Club, then right after it would be, like, an old-ass episode of Zorro from back in the day. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you would get those reruns, like, back in the 90s, but, yeah, now I don't know if they would air the Mickey Mouse Club and all that.
0: I really do like when they when they show, re, when they show replays. This is off topic, but I like when they show replays of older stuff. Like, like now on Disney Channel, they don't show no replays of, like, Dazzle Raven or anything like that. They mm-hmm. like, they they haven't done that for a while. I don't know why, but I guess
1: no. you know. What pissed me off too about it, uh, it's what's interesting is I remember like the good movies, like the old DComs, like we're talking about now with Smart House. They used mm-hmm. to air them like at three o'clock or four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I want to see this, but it's late as hell. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like you you know, <laughs> they just say you know the movie's gonna be good when the when the guy does the split in the uh, yes. in the intro. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> the split, yes. I used to like that intro when every time a Disney movie came, I was like, let's watch a Disney Channel movie. And then they changed it. I remember they changed it the first time. And I was like, okay, it's kind of cool. They kind of put like a montage of all their movies together. And then they just went, I don't know what they did now. I don't know what they do now. But uh, getting back to Smart House, like this movie is iconic for more than one reason, though. You have a house that comes alive. You have a dance scene. And then you have the song, which is jump, 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 jump. The house is jumping.
1: Jump, jump, the house is jumping. Yes.
0: I really wish it was like a featured song. Because when I watched it back, I thought it was featured more. It was just like barely in the intro, and then like that was it. I thought this song was like how Five had their own performance. I thought this was like a featured song. Jump,
1: jump, the house is jumping. Come on. Jump,
0: jump, the house is jumping. Uh, come on. Come
1: on. Uh, and
0: what's
1: right. jump, jump. Yeah. Oh. funny is, I was looking up to see who sang that song. So we had, like you were talking about, five slam dunk the funk from the concert. um yeah. I saw like a brief one minute clip of it on YouTube, and it was just the house is jumping, and then that's it. But yeah, uh, I don't know, but they, that should be like a full song, just not like a brief minute or something of yeah. jump, jump. But yeah, it, it was my jam. I like that. And the party scene, I got to mention this about the party scene. The Soul Train line when they're dancing Oh, to
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is actually hilarious. It's great.
1: <laughs> and then she just jumps in. It's like, why would not you tell us what the time is? How's the weather? He's going to be home in seven minutes.
0: <laughs> I got to, you know, uh, <laughs> how, she's a smart house. How could she not figure that out that he was on his way home? I don't
1: know. The the sister yeah. had to tell by the way, that's another one. The sister that's in that movie was actually like you were talking about Ryan Merriman being like a feature in the decom. She was actually, I think, in brink she was in a lot of those
0: movies too. Yeah, and weirdly enough, her real name is Katie or Kate, and then most of most of the stuff her name is Kate in the show or in a movie, which I thought was kinda of cool and weird at the same time.
1: <laughs> and I think where um we were talking about uh, Katie Seagal, I mean, for her to play Pat like that was one of her most that was one of my favorite roles of her, obviously, from the Married But Children series. But, I mean, just she played such a great role as Pat, you know, the machine that comes to life. I thought she did it great and justice.
0: You know, for a second, I thought she was the nanny.
1: That's Fran Drescher. I,
0: yeah, I used to think she was Fran Drescher. Fran Dresser. I I swear I, I thought that was the same person. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sound funny. I thought it was the same person up until I watched it, like, last week or recently. I thought it was the same person. <laughs>
1: no i mean like and jessica steen who was the one that played sarah barnes and here's the thing kevin kilner i forgot what other disney show movie he was in but he was in a couple of them i think him is the dad and i think what cracked me up is like she's playing with the dog here boy fetch boy and she's like if you ever need to relax and then she just drops the tennis balls on him it's hilarious it's just it's a little nuances
0: everything in this like everything in this movie you want this house that's what that's probably what they wanted to do yeah. like if they was to sell toys of like a house that looked like that, or a house that got like arms coming out of it, or something. They could have got some serious money, I believe. But you know.
1: Oh, I agree. And by the way, I gotta say this: the bully, friggin' Ryan, that friggin' oh, yeah. spiked up hair. Oh my god, it just.
0: That's, uh... <laughs> that's how you know he's a bully in the two thousands. That's. that's yeah. Like have, how some they spiked,
1: tell. have some spiked up hair and have his buddy that doesn't say nothing with his red hair. Oh. <laughs> just... but, uh... Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't. Okay, I don't understand movies, bullies. I really don't. <laughs> okay, mainly because I never had an encounter. But like, I don't understand how you just get bullied and don't do nothing about it, or how you how they let people take their money. Is that like a thing that happens in school, or is this just piped up for like movies and and TV shows?
1: So, as someone who has experienced bullying, I have not gotten that aspect of them taking my money, like you see in school, making them do reports and stuff for them. I yeah. have not gotten to that. But I think it's something that they build up and put up for TV as well. I mean, I'm sure it happens in everyday life, but I think it's something that really goes with, like, in. the all right, so you'll have the bully. Oh, you like him? Why do you like him for? Oh, why don't you do my homework? Give me your lunch money. It's the common, you know, traits of what makes a bully in TV and movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, can't they just say no what they're going to do, beat him up? And then after they beat him up, then, I mean...
1: Oh, on when he got punched in the eye and she get, pulled out the steak, that was the most oh, yeah.
0: fishy thing I've ever seen about that is so 50. And yeah, she was upset. They have no reason I should march down there myself. <laughs>
1: it's, just, it's so great. But no, I mean, like, the fact that he got his at the end and she had, like, the skull, like, floating in and then just kicked him out of the house, it was hilarious.
0: Yeah, she she had a special surprise, which, how are you going to be a jerk to somebody in their own house? That's, oh, come
1: Just on, man. not matters. And then the father comes back and then they think they're scot-free, the floor absorbers, and then, oh, here's Gwen Petroni's
0: sweater. Whoops. I mean, I don't even think the dad would have noticed it if Ben wasn't like, oh, a sweater! Like, I, I think the dad wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't notice Everything that. It was
1: smooth as silk <laughs> and
0: then panned to the sweater. Yeah, well, hey. We can talk about this movie for days. I will I kind of want to talk about, like some character moments. What yeah. do you think is Ben's character Ben's like most character moment in uh, this movie? I think the most character
1: moment, besides flirting and going all nuts over <laughs> Patroni, I would probably have to say just the fact that, uh, towards the end where she's just like singing the mothers you know hush little baby stop I hate you like this you're you're not real Pat you, you know you're not you can't be our mom Pat you're not real and then she just starts and comes back down to her normal size and tries to put her hand through the cheek you didn't feel that did you no not at all I think that was really telling I think that's one character trait about him
0: okay what about um the dad because the dad started off skeptical about this house and then he 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 seen the house in the newspaper He was like ah whatever house And then he seen the person who made the house He was like oh okay yeah let's go to this house
1: I think if you got a pretty lady in the newspaper <laughs> you want to get that house and you're interested, you, you you take the house. But no, I think with him, he was a guy that was lonely. He was a guy that hasn't gotten out since uh, the passing of the mother. And I think um, for her character, Sarah Barnes being nerdy with the rat and just, you know, being so sweet, nice and smart, I think it made for a great fit. And it really had a lot of chemistry and dynamic between the two.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, he was trying to go out with people that didn't bend and be like, Hey, I forgot Monica called you on Friday and today is Tuesday. So, you know, things happen. She, she wasn't right for you anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I think that's on. also, well, that's the common thing too. When you're like, say like a divorce or, or a parent's death or what have you, that's, that's kind of how you are. You're kind of like, you know, I mean, nobody can replace our mother. So you have that mindset of just always wanting to protect your family. So I kind of agree with the sentiments. I understood putting myself in the mind of a 13-year-old.
0: Well, yeah, still. I mean, for for him to like just be rude to He's to uh, her though was kind of messed up though.
1: Oh my god, yes, with your big ginormous
0: brain, and I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he could get he could get rude at some point, you know. Uh, let's talk. To about... be honest with you, even though they weren't really in the movie much, his friends, his main two friends, the um. I guess he had curly hair or, like, his hair was, like, kind of curly. That dude's name was Johnny, yes. Yes. How 90s of movie friends are they? They just look like typical 90s movies, like, the main guy's friends.
1: Oh, of course. And I think what that is, I mean, the other kid really didn't say much except like, yo, Gwen Petroni, the hottest girl in the eighth grade is talking to you. And then the other one's like, that's enough out of you, Munchkin. I'll talk about when you were dancing to the sound of music in my shower, my shower cap on it. (laughs) And
0: (laughs) I missed it. And I missed missed it.
1: That was like their moments, but he was just kind of like you know they were they were just their friends you know he was along they were their pals and then you know just the dance scene I think that's the thing that everybody remembers about those two, the dance scene and them just being his pals that's about it <laughs>
0: those only two scenes that they were in so. yep <laughs> I just wanted to bring them up because I was like they look nerdy but then when they like I said uh, when the dance scene coming they just think they're so cool and it's just fun it's just hilarious to me I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the best is Ryan Merriman throws throws the remote down. Let's get some kick-butt music videos. <laughs> it kick-
0: always makes me laugh the way that they walk up to the screen, though. Like, they, they got that cool it's slow-motion a walk. It's the swag. It's the swag.
1: <laughs> well, and then there's the party scene where he's like, you know, you know, girls, you want something sweet? And then he's trying to be all slick besides me. And I'm like, what? And then he's like, show <laughs> me the honey, Pat. And I'm like, is, what? <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. I also like the part where Pat glitches, not glitches, but she's like, uh, you can't leave this, what did she say? You can't leave if you don't pull your pants up or something.
1: Oh yeah, pull up your shorts, <laughs> Ben. I like them like this, they look fine, there's nothing wrong with them.
0: Fine, you win, and then he keeps getting shocked with the doorknob, yes. I mean, couldn't, couldn't he just like use something to touch over the doorknob, like a glove or something? Or is that uh, just too much logic for it for Disney? I think
1: movies? that might have been too much logic. I think they're just trying to make it a point like, you know, you're not listening to your mother with the maternal instincts. Pull up your pants. You're not pulling up your pants. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a form of punishment.
0: Imagine if they would have got 90s moms. They would have got, like, what? Um, I can't think of her name on the show. But Amy from Boy Meets World, they would have got Amy. Oh,
1: um, what's her name? Uh, Betsy Randall, yeah.
0: Yeah, they would have got probably... um. Maybe uh Aunt Becky or Laura. You know, yeah, Laura Laughlin or um. Ah, oh, why can I not think of nineties like parents right now? Oh gosh. Give oh, me man. a
1: Harriet Wins- give me a Harriet Winslow. Give me a Joe Marie Payton. Oh yeah, yeah. Give Joe me- Marie Payton. Give me an. Aunt give me <laughs> which one? Oh, bro, don't even. I mean, <laughs> I, both. I, you know what it is? People talk about Janet Hubert, but I like Janet Hubert And Carol Melina White did a great job, but at- she was the OG Janet Hubert.
0: I like Janet Hubert. And like she has, she. Side note, she has one of the the most memeable episodes where she was uh dancing in the ballet. (laughs) Yes, I've seen so many people put different songs to that. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious.
1: Be honest, the one time I really was into her, she made a guest spot on the Jamie Foxx show. Oh, loved it. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Loved it. Uh. Also, another side note, we just like to start. Speaking of houses, yes, I was watching this show called In the House and uh, Alfonso well,
1: Rivera.
0: Well, yeah, who's oh. Alfonso Rivera was getting spoiler alert. You yeah, haven't seen it. Uh, totally. Alfonso Rivera was getting, yeah, yeah, it, was, you know, it only came out like almost 20, 25 years ago, you know. Anyways, Alfonso Rivera was getting married to uh, Lark Voorhees, which is Lisa from Save by the Bell. Yep. And, His parents came to the wedding, and his parents were Uncle Phil, James Avery, and uh, Karen... What did you say his name is? Karen Melina White. Yeah. So, yeah, both of them came in as his parents, which is kind of like a good nod. I kind of liked it. So Uh, I just wanted to mention that off off topic, offhand, you know. Well,
1: Uh, sidebar here. I will add to your sidebar, sir. So centric on um, channel 185 on cable they used to play a lot of reruns of in the house and i remember that episode and jeffrey uh was the was the uh minister in that so you had this yeah. all three of them in there
0: mm-hmm. so yes i think he said like i'm, I'm uh, uh oh my god james avery said like hey can you take my bag he said i'm not your butler or something yes, like that. Said, yes <laughs> they put the nod to the butler yes i'm not your servant i am god's servant yeah so I really like that. I really oh my gosh, I kind of like stuff like that like where they kinda go back to their other other uh things yeah. but back to smart house, would you live in a smart like, even after Pat did what she did? would you still trust her to live in there or would you kind of move?
1: Well, that's the thing, man, because at the end, she's just, like, you know, trying to be all nice, and then she throws the chocolate chip and the waffles, and, like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, but you wanted, you had a meltdown, and you wanted to just, like, tear the house apart, and you locked them in, and I'm like, I would be like, if this malfunctions again, I don't know if I want to stay here, you know what I'm saying, because everything's all hunky-dory, he's shooting hoops, they're having breakfast, and I'm like, okay, I guess they reprogrammed her, but still like we saw but i'm like i'd be kind of skeptical i'm like what if something happens again where there's a malfunction uh there's programs i don't know if i can deal with this so i I would be 50 50 i'd want to stay because it's an awesome house but on the other side i'm like i don't know if i can trust what's going on here
0: aside from her like malfunctioning malfunctioning like uh, uh, i'll be honest what can she do other than shoot oranges at you, what can she do?
1: That's true. So I mean, like, I would probably stay and bear the wrath of she's the. Like, it's the attack of the killer oranges.
0: Because she'll try to hit you, but you know she can't hit you. She can't kick you or anything, so she can't physically touch you. Uh, that's true, but I guess it's a powerful thing, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, you're not gonna be watching TV for a week, but she's she not gonna hurt you, I guess. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh. <laughs> uh. I guess we want to get into some closing remarks. What makes this movie uh, iconic for you, other than the dance scene? Yeah,
1: I was about to say yes. Other than the dance scene, uh, I think it really just shows it. Kind of had like that Big Brother s thing, like they were talking about in nineteen eighty four. Um, it really just shows twenty one years later now. geez, just how far we've come with technology, and just shows what a world would be like if we had like the technology and the resources at our hands with a smart house of things were just done. For us and how a lot of us don't appreciate what we've had done for us. We rely on machines, but really we could do them with ourselves. But it really was a nice transition from, you know, the technology and what we had then to what we have now. It was just, it was a fun family movie that gone through a lot of emotions, a lot of roller coasters, but at the end it was just, you know, everybody was together and you had the machine working properly but it was just very interesting it it was a whirlwind of emotions and i think it was directed um very well and i think everybody did their part and i think it's just memorable from top to bottom so if you have not seen smart house go and see some smart house
0: yes yes please go and see smart house i think for me i'm just you know i'm gonna just stick to the uh the scene even though this is not really like you know you think of 90s movies and having fun and all that i still like the scene where he said you're not the only one that lost somebody I don't that, a scene.
1: Good scene. that is a very good scene, and I, I agree with you because it just shows the relationships. That's what I liked in TV shows. On a side note here, uh, when they would do like the memorable episodes, and you know the fathers, and just like the reconciliation, or just focusing on serious moments that happen in everyday life. So I that that too scene that scene sticks with me too.
0: I mean, we we go off on side notes a lot. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> what what is your favorite TV dad?
1: Oh my god. Well, you know what it is? I kind of liked um, even though it was the uncle, I would say Uncle Phil because for me it all goes back to that infamous episode Ben Vereen Wills dad. He never even sent me a damn card. The hell with him. And also I would probably <laughs> I would probably say I like Carl Winslow on Family Matters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carl Winslow's a big one for me. Um a lot of people oh, Bob Saget was kind of cheesy with Full House, I'm not going to lie, but he yeah, was
0: Yeah, I I really like yeah, I
1: can't, I can't. It's memorable, but no. But yeah, if I had to pick, I, I like Carl Winslow and Family Matters.
0: And, I like and, Uncle uh, Phil. Oh, sorry. My bad. What'd you say?
1: No, I was going to say Uncle Phil and me. Like, you were talking about Boy Meets World. Like, I liked William Russ as Alan Matthews. I enjoyed Alan Matthews a lot.
0: I really liked William Russ as Alan Matthews because his moments were serious and, like... Because, you know, other other shows, they kind of don't, you know, they don't really fight. They just argue. He actually, like... He like pushed Corey. He was like, Hey, I'm gonna fight for you and I'm gonna fight for my son, especially the infamous uh coat episode. <laughs> okay. Sean joins the coat and he sticks up for him. So yeah, it's it's a lot of just Moments in that show that I, I like for the dad's sake.
1: Yeah, when he's when they're focusing on the drinking episode, when he's drinking because he's losing, he lost Topanga, and he goes mm-hmm. into the liquor cabinet. And also, I think the the cult one where he's like, "I will kill for my kid," and my my friends get in that whole nine, that whole episode. And uh, I think the other one I'll mention is just the fact that he just when he wanted to adopt Sean, and I mean, he's like, "Don't do stupid things." He's like, "I'll adopt you, Sean." And I mean, he, he had so many memorable moments, like he would really stick up for you and fight for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. He really would, especially the the friendship that they both have with him and him and Corey. Yes. That make that only makes sense for him. Technically, he's been doing it since since Sean has been born. Technically, you know what I mean? True. <laughs> I've, I've... Always been like a watch Sean or Sean's coming over. Sean is probably spending the whole day from after school till like ten o'clock or something. So. Well, we for
1: the infamous <laughs> bomb episode where he blows up the mailbox for <laughs> yeah. <he's had>
0: <laughs> But yeah, we we talk about boy meets right another time. Um. Uh, off air speaking of boy means word i also did a uh episode with trina mcgee who played angela so that would be awesome we did our last remarks if you can sum up this movie in one word or a couple words what would that be
1: for smart house i would say fun entertaining enjoyable and just um an emotional roller coaster ride
0: I am surprised at you. I'm surprised you didn't say the house is jumping. That's what I would have said. Hey, I mean, I was trying to think of words besides the house is jumping, but yes.
1: Jump, jump, the house is jumping. But if I would it was if I was described like emotional stuff, yes. But yes, you are right. The house is jumping. And slam dunk the funk. We'll add some fun to that too. Slam dunk
0: the funk. Okay, okay, okay. I guess you want to get a little dance scene, a dance scene in there.
1: Do you want to get down? Do you want to get funky? <laughs> Do you want to get
0: down? Get on down. down. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh,
1: dude, they can follow me with uh, Laundry Fighting Championships on SoundCloud.com slash LFC, Laundry FC on Twitter. Uh, it's Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. Yeah, We're available everywhere on iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasting and platforms. And for me, you can check me out on Twitter at smshow1 or at MCL92. And if you want to follow my pop culture history podcast, it's Pop underscore culture, underscore pod on the Twitter machine. And if you want to follow all my work, it's simple. All you got to do is type into your search engine, stevenmikeshow.com. That is stevenmikeshow.com, and you will get all of my podcasting episodes from pop culture, from interviews, and a whole lot more varieties. So stevenmikeshow.com, the Twitters, the whole nine. Just type in Michael Larkin, and I will be there.
0: He did a full episode on the Disney concert series, which also – he he, me in because his his uh the picture of the whole thing was a uh, five, so you know I was interested. You're welcome. So go check that out too, guys. And uh, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at kvng Prime Go check out Prime Stouch Podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, like you're doing now, or on YouTube. You know, we do stuff like this. And um, I gotta say, Prime Time is all the time. To the end. The road